the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. God loves us so much that he set a divine plan in place for men and women to enjoy an intimate relationship here on earth. He established a firm foundation to build and sustain a strong marriage between one man and one woman to establish a family, church, and ultimately one nation under God. Despite Satan's attempts to destroy it all, by the power and will of our sovereign, omnipotent God, we can still have it. Be sure to have your Bible, pen, and paper handy as Pastor Rander shares this good news. And Father, we bless you. Some by that name that makes heaven rejoices, demons tremble, breaks up confusion, console heavy voice, still storms, break shackles. Set captive souls free. We love you, Jesus. We worship you, Jesus. We honor you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. We bless you, Jesus. We esteem you, Jesus. We glorify you, Jesus. Help me to preach in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, help people to truly worship you in the word as we engage in the living word of God we pray in Jesus name and all God's children said amen have your Bibles turn to the book of Genesis uh, Genesis chapter 2 verses 21 through 25 Genesis chapter 2 verses 21 through 25 and we will get there just a little bit, but we're going to be preaching um, a number of messages on on marriage. I'm going to attempt to preach us a short series because uh, we live in critical times where marriages are being challenged and shaken and de- destabilized, and many marriages are in trouble. And we need to give attention to marriage as well as the single life those who are single to the glory of Almighty God. The title of this uh, series is God's Prescription for Sustaining a Healthy, Well-Balanced Marriage. God's Prescription for Sustaining a Healthy, Well-Balanced Marriage. Marriage and family is a sacred institution created by God in the beginning of creation. It has always been valuable to God and should be valuable to us as well. 
Satan is making an all out attack against the institution of marriage. He has been successful in America and many nations around the world in redefining marriage and family through the government, through judicial rulings, the entertainment and music industry. Satan attacks marriage through the educational system and the culture at large from its original biblical design, which grieves the heart of God and should break our hearts as well. Beloved, if you proceed into a marriage not knowing the truth about it, then you'll be more inclined to believe the many lies that are swirling around in this world system with the aim of devaluing your marriage and even destroying your marriage. The scripture says in the gospel of John chapter eight, verse 32, you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Only the truth can strengthen your marriage. Only the truth can strengthen you as a single person who is walking in the Lord. And for those of you who are single, uh, enjoy your singleness as unto the Lord. Uh, just because you're single don't mean you, uh, you have to be uh, gloom and doom. There are a lot of married folk wish they were single. Thank God for your singleness. You are married to God. Enjoy your relationship with him and don't let anybody pressure you or dictate what you should be doing with your life. They are not God. You listen to God. Apart from one's salvation, marriage is the most important decision you will make in your life. Now, there are many decisions you'll make. Salvation is the greatest decision you can make to come to Jesus, to come into a saving relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Christ, believing in his death, his burial, uh, his, his, his resurrection, his coming again. We believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. He is our savior. He is our blessed redeemer. He is our blessed hope. And we live for Jesus. We talk for Jesus. We preach for Jesus. We sing to Jesus. We behave ourselves because of Jesus. Everything is about Christ. Christ expects us to live a Christ-centered life. The Bible says, let your light so shine before men that they may see your works and glorify your Father in heaven, says Matthew chapter 5, verse 16. We are to live Christ, a Christ-centered life as a single, and we are to live a Christ-centered life as a married couple, as unto the Lord. Apart from one salvation, marriage is the most important decision you will make in your life. You need to know the truth about marriage, which is to know the scripture and what it says about marriage so that you will not end up deceived and embracing the lies from the enemy. My friend, God requires that our marriages be a lifelong commitment until death, even unto death, do us part. A strong marriage uh, is the foundation of a strong family. Strong, strong marriage, strong family, strong marriage, strong church. You start attacking the, the families and the families begin to dis disintegrate. You're going to indirectly affect the church because the church is made up of what? Families. 
if the marriage and families are not strong, the city is not going to be strong. If marriage and families are not strong, the state will not be strong, neither the nation or world. In other words, if the family crumbles, the institution will crumble as well. To keep the marriage and family strong, to keep marriages vibrant and flourishing and not growing dead and stale, we must make nurturing our marriages and cultivating our families through love a priority. Your marriage should be priority to you. And don't you think because you've been married 30, 40, 50 years that Satan can't mess up your marriage. No season is off season when it comes to Satan attacking your marriage. If we desire to see our marriage go to distance, it is critical that we follow God's prescription for sustaining a healthy, well-balanced marriage. Now, for those of you who are living together and are not married, you are sinning against God. Now, folk don't like that. We have people who come and they attempt to join the church and We put their membership on hold until we work through the issue of them uh, living together while not being married. And we work through those issues. So we put their membership on hold, work through those issues. Then once they work through those issues, we uh, reinstate them and qualify them for membership. We're not so hard up for members until we will take them in under any condition, just come as you are. We just want a lot of people. No, God is not concerned about having a lot of people. He's concerned about standard of living. He is concerned about righteousness. Now, if I'm preaching the truth, you ought to say amen. 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 I mean, and so I, I don't get upset when somebody said, well, well, they they wouldn't let me join because uh, we're not we're not m- married and uh, we don't want to get married. We want to continue to live like we're living, but we we like the church. Where we you ought to like the church. If you like the church, you ought to love God. It's, it's His church, and He's given us regulations. He's given us the Bible. And if we're not going to govern our life by the Bible, well, well, why have the Bible? This is the answer to your life. Not some Ouija board. Not some astrology or psychic. Uh, the word of God is the th- is the final authority in the life and decision of the church. I don't. Uh, I, I, my goal is not to have a big church. We want to have a holy church. Won't y'all say Amen? According to the Bible, we shall know the truth, and the truth shall make us free. In this message, Pastor Rander brings us face to face with the reality of sin as it relates to God's perfect plan for marriage. Divorce, even among born-again Christians, is progressively increasing. No matter what the world says, marriage is a sacred institution between one man and one woman designed by God. It is a covenant relationship with God through marriage to last until death. Anything outside of God's design is not marriage. It is sin against God. Amen. You want to have a holy marriage. You want to have a holy, you want to have holy children. Hopefully. You ought to appreciate that this church has standards. We've we've even been told that that's that strict church. And I say, well, thank you very much. (laughs) I'd rather be known as a strict church than a loose church. Where everything goes 
the preacher been married four or five times. Everybody, whatever the, everybody's winking at sin. Everybody's doing what is right in the name of Jesus. And the whole church is going to hell deceived. May that not ever be us to the glory of God. I am serious about what I do. And I love you too much not to tell you the truth. Because only the truth will set you free. So not only do you want a holy church, but you ought to let your children, you ought to be, you ought to insist that your children live holy. It didn't just stop at the church. Hopefully you don't let your children do whatever they want to do. Huh? Well, maybe you do. I don't know. You know, some of you, you just say, baby, just have it free for all. But that they're going to break your heart. It's hard enough even when you model the truth before them. You want holy marriages. You want a holy family. You want holy church. You want a, a holy life. You want holy singles, holy married couples to the glory of God where God can bless you, where God can help you reach your God-given potential so he can uh, uh, do a new thing in this season of your life to the glory of Almighty God. So why is living together without being married a sin against God? You know, there are so many people living together without a license. Why, why is it that so many, even people who say they are Christians even, are being married? And they don't understand that that's a, I mean, they are not married, rather, and, and that they are sinning against God. Why is living together without being married a sin against God? Why is living together without being married a sin against God? Well, you, number one, you dishonor the sacred institution of marriage when you live together without being in covenant relationship with God and each other through marriage. Now that's a big one. We're going to take our time and not move the screen too fast. I know you're writing because a lot of Satan has confused a lot of people, even people who say they're Christians. You dishonor the sacred institution of marriage when you live together without being in covenant relationship with God and each other through marriage. Now I told you to turn to the text, Genesis chapter two, Verses 21 through 25, it says, and the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall on Adam and he slept. God put him to sleep without anesthesia, put him to sleep. And he took out one of his ribs. Don't take God a whole lot to do what he wants to do. He didn't need five ribs. He only need one. He only chose one and closed up the flesh in its place. Uh, Adam needed no recovery time when he woke him up. Verse 22. Then the rib which the Lord God had taken from man, he made a woe man. You know that he didn't make two men. He made a man and a woe man. And he brought, look, her to the man. He didn't bring her to her or him to him. He brought her to the man. This is God, God structuring this, creating this whole institution right before our eyes here. Verse 23. And Adam said, now look, yeah, this is now bones of my bones and flesh of my flesh. See, that, that's, a, that, that's a covenant right there. She shall be called woman 
because she was taken out of man. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife. All of a sudden, the woman is now wife. Look at that. She's a woman who is his wife. God put them together and covered a relationship in the garden. And they became one flesh. That's marriage. One flesh. One plus one equals one. See, look, see, it's so quiet now. But it's in your Bible if you're torn that page out. Verse 25. And they were both naked. You know that they didn't get naked until they were first married. You, oh, there's a progressive healthy order here. And a whole lot of folk get, uh, get naked and not married. He married them. Then they got naked. Now, if you get naked, you're not married to the person you get naked around. You out of order. You sinning against God. And God is saying, shame on you. And I do too. Okay. And they were both naked. Look, the man and his what? You say, wife. The man and his wife. And they were not ashamed. When marriage is, is put together by God and we honor it in this right, healthy, biblical context, there's no reason for a husband and wife to be ashamed in their nakedness with each other. Oh, you talking about this here? I show better. Everybody else is talking about it and your children need to be here in it the right way because Satan has perverted this thing and some of you are believing the damnable lie. Y'all hanging with me? Oh, put your put your spiritual seatbelts on. Beloved, as you can see in this passage, God created the sacred institution of marriage and you dishonor him when you can be satisfied. Say satisfied. When you can be satisfied with cohabitating together as live in partners against God's biblical mandate. See, and this is strong truth. Now, you know what this truth will do? It will drive you from this. house. I ain't going back to that church. You know why you don't want to hear the truth? Or you come back because you know what? Why am I not hearing more of this? Why is not more of this in the pulpits? Why is not more of this taught in the home? Where is this teaching in this sensual, sexual, crazed uh, society? Why is living together without being married a sin against God? Secondly, because marriage is honorable in the sight of God. We must not disgrace or degrade it. Through sexual immorality. Because marriage is honorable. It's honorable because God created it. It is a sacred institution. It is created by God himself. Because marriage is honorable in the sight of God. We must not disgrace or degrade it through sexual immorality. Be mindful. Premarital sex is a sin against God And if it is not repented of, those who habitually do so will not inherit the kingdom of God. Those who do so. 
unrepentantly sleep with everybody, acting like animals, just lay and play without any sense of remorse, guilt or shame will not inherit the kingdom of God. You say, how do you know that? Because of what the Bible says. Show me. So glad you said that. In 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 9 through 10, it says, Or do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? In other words, everybody talking about heaven ain't going there. Do not be deceived. In other words, you are deceived if you think you can do this list I'm about to read and think you're going to heaven anyhow. You are deceived. Do not be deceived. You need to underline that. Neither the sexually immoral nor idolaters, those idolatry. Anything that you put ahead of God is idolatry. Facebook, Snapchat, uh, computers, cell phones, technology yourself, your children, your job, your career, your money, whatever. Anything you put ahead of God is idolatry. Nor adulterers, those who are married, but hanky-pankering around outside of the marital relationship, you know, slipping around, doing things, and your spouse don't know it, having affairs, having committing adultery, nor men who practice homosexuality, even though it's being glamorized. Verse 10, nor thieves, those who cheat, those who cheat on their jobs, those who steal in various forms and fashion, connive, embezzle, rob, nor the greedy, nor the drunkards, There's nothing pretty about a drunkard. Drunkenness is a serious offense against God. Nor revilers, party players. You party, you revel, you swing it, baby, until three o'clock in the morning. Nor swindlers, con artists will inherit the kingdom of God. You say, is another scripture? It sure is. Hebrews 13, 4 also says, marriage is honorable among all. It is honorable. Marriage is honorable. Now, the world is not going to say that ABC, NBC, CCC, oh, Fox, or whatever they are. I don't know what all the names are. Uh, radio, many radio talk shows, you're just not going to hear a whole lot of this, especially in the because of political correctness. Marriage is honorable. When is the last time you said that? You don't know. Let's say it together so you can say, I just said it. Let's say it together. Marriage is honorable. It's a little bit louder. Marriage is honorable. A little bit louder. Marriage is honorable. Thank you. Among all, it's honorable. And the bed undefiled. You, if you're married, any man, anywhere you lay your head is your marriage bed. I don't care if you are out of town. I don't, it doesn't matter whether you own some kind of furlough. 
Woman, women too. Wherever you lay your head, you married. That's your married bed. That's right. Don't be hanky pankering around in the name of business. Yeah, you on a business trip with a sideline cuckabine. Huh? Uh, the marriage bed undefiled. Look here. But contrast. Look, look. Fornicators and adulterers, God will judge. That's the word of God. Is it in your Bible? And I know y'all using your okay, you got a cell phone and software, but what you need to see the Bible too. You turn the pages and see the Bible. Now bring the cell phone, that's all you got. But but God will judge. I want to tell you something about this. It's, it's honorable. Sex is a gift from God to husbands and wives exclusively for the purpose of avoiding sexual immorality and to propagate the human race. Sex is a gift from God. Now say this so uh, twisted this thing and perverted this thing. It's God's sacred institution and, and he's so misconstrued it until we look at it and we don't see uh, uh, sex in, in the way that God originally designed it to be. And so I'm gonna, I, I submit to you today something that you're not going to hear on the talk shows either. Sex is a gift from God, not a gift from the government. Not a gift from Hollywood, not a gift from the media. Sex is a gift from God to husbands and wives exclusively for the purpose of avoiding sexual immorality to propagate the human race. That's husbands and wives having children who are born in a Christian family, raising those children in a godly home. Pray that they get converted so that they can impact the world after you die. Marriage based on God's design is the only way to have a healthy, well-balanced marriage. The presence of God ensures unconditional love between husband and wife that will sustain and strengthen marriage through the inevitable difficulties which are sure to come. Any intimate relationship outside of God's design is not marriage, it is sin. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching and would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit us at Maranatha Bible Church, located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North in Converse, Texas, or call us at 210-821-5683. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.